very cool, so I don't know what happened. But now our Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not fine, but they're better. No, because that's Yeah. So These guys like to sit on my computer <laughs> and play with knobs. construction sign that was supposed to warn me that it was there. <laughs> Good job. I know, right? <laughs> oh, it's the best thing. Oh. Uh, I don't know how I live. I, I should be I should be just sitting in the corner twitching. Is that how that should happen? Cat, if you touch my toe, I will kick you. I will I hate the abuse of animals, but I swear to God, if you touch my toe, I will ruin your life. <laughs> I am not even kidding. Also, I am not stoned. I'm going to give Witchboard the full sober treatment. Oh, shit. Whatever. So fucking Witchboard, man. Mm. Yeah. Like, four That's different attempts to actually sit down and watch that movie mm. all one time. Still hated it less than Gehenna. <laughs> Still hated it less than Gehenna, but that's only because of Tony Katane and her white snakeness. Mm. Her, and that hair. Her hair her was hair. the best part of the movie. Seriously. Yeah. How, As always. How that woman maintained that mane. Aquanet. She, Seriously. Tawny Katane is nothing if not her mane. I mean, like, like, just flipping that shit back and forth. I'm like, everybody wanted to be her in that white snake video. They really did. Oh, yeah. Even the straight dudes wanted to be her in that oh, video. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, she was all, like, dressed in white and flowy and, like, her hair just back and forth. And, and doing, like, front walkovers on cars. Right? And, yeah. Right? <laughs> Girl, she was insane. David Coverdale oh, yeah. dodged a bullet when he left her. Hi, <laughs> kids. It's Kenny Coder Razor Blades. I'm your host, Bob. And... Leave that motherfucking Ouija board alone. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Introduce yourselves, kids. With, with amazing eyeshadow, but a terrible jacket. I'm RC. <laughs> I love her. I love her. She is my favorite character. Oh, yeah, she's, no. she's, uh, she's in the movie for like eight minutes. I know. It contains. She also has the best death. But also the worst laugh. Right? Well, and that's... also the worst jacket. Oh, that jacket's awful. Nobody needs that much fringe in their life. Stephanie, go! <laughs> Stephanie, it says we're on the subject. TTFN, guys! TTFN! I love her. She is a human psychic tigger. Oh, I know. It's just bouncing along. Yep. And like, oh, I see danger. If you miss my hug. 
she was the best part of this movie. And she was. She was also the voice of Pepper Ann. She was. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Yep. She's kind of amazing. She was in like a movie with Phoebe Cates. Her first big movie was Private School. Yeah, she works her ass off. I know her though from <laughs> from singing some songs for Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> she, was, she writes songs. She's a, like performer too. Yeah. Yep, she's she's a musical performer. Um, ben, Benoit, not Benoit. Anyway, go with the cast, and we'll talk about her in a bit. Oh, wait, yeah, so let's jump in. So which let, board? Let's, let's do, do our deets. All right, which board? 1986, directed by Kevin Tenney, also written by Kevin Tenney. And... Mm. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> needed some practice, I guess. Um, well, let's just let's just discuss him for a moment. <laughs> Baby student film went okay. Actually. So, um, he did Night of the Demons, which is a great time. It's a great time. It's also not, not well great. written, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just kind of picking because he works his butt off. Yeah. Pinocchio's Revenge, which oh my is God. absolutely terrible. That was a bad uh, movie. Is no, I'm good, thank uh, you. I'm alright. No, I'm alright. Thank you, though. Pinocchio's Revenge was one of I the... I just know me, I'll crunch on it. Yeah, oh. I mean, me too. <laughs> it, was, it was one of the movies that um, was always in the blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I was going, and I always wanted to get it. My parents, it's always my parents available. never let me get it. <laughs> yeah. This one I never saw. Like, this one I never, I never saw the, the VHS. Um, but Pinocchio's Revenge, I was always like, no, I want to see it. And they're like, it's got a scary little brother and stepsister. And I was like, uh-huh. Right. <laughs> yeah. Your what, point. What so cracks, don't let them watch it. So what year it. was which board? Did we get 86. Oh, 86. 86. Thank you. Um, oh, which board two he also handled. That was 93. Uh, oh, there was a sequel. Of course there was. Why wouldn't there be? <laughs> there were three. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> there was. And actually, still I think no they second... went to five or six. There's a lot of no, movies. No, that's impossible. And still no second Why? season of Firefly, but we got six witch boards. Yep. Mm-hmm. And two Ouija's. Mm-hmm. That is that is proof of why the world is burning yeah. right now. Because Milton Bradley has terrified generations I mean, with this fucking Yeah, topic. to be fair, I don't, <laughs> I don't let them in my house. For so. sure. <laughs> I'm just like, hmm. Um... My thing about Pinocchio's Revenge is it was it's a 90s movie, but when I lived in L.A. and all my friends uh, at Not Scary Farm mm-hmm. um, found out there was going to be a new maze called Pinocchio's Revenge. Oh, no. And I went, oh, my God, are they really basing this off of the movie? And they did. Of course they the, weren't. The maze is but... tits. <laughs> the maze is totally tits, and it's my favorite maze that they have. Um, <laughs> But uh, I was like, I swear to God. Please. <laughs> if, if they were like, what movie rights do we want to claim for a haunted maze? I know. Pinocchio's Revenge. You know what? No one's going to sue us over. <laughs> that reminds me, though, just as a total non sequitur. Um, I was on YouTube today or yesterday, and The Omen is incomplete on YouTube. Mm. Why does no one care? You know, I feel like that's one where the director, the, the owners would be like, take that down. Yeah. You mean the original one, not the Julia Stiles Yeah, the original one. one. Okay. I mean, because yeah. the, the Julia Stiles one, more... I could see why they didn't care. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. Let's get into the people of this movie. 
we got Mr. Todd Allen. Uh, just a couple things I'll bring up here. Um, he works a lot in TV. Mm -hmm. um, I believe he was on a soap. Which Wait. one was he? Yeah. I'm working he? on it. Um, is it a blonde? I have low battery life on my phone, so I keep on going on airplane mode to try and save it. Um, hold on. Because I don't Sorry, see it. Yeah. Let's see. Maybe I'm thinking of the wrong, which, wrong person. Well, anyway, he was, uh, he was in a lot of stuff for like one episode. Mm -hmm. You know, so he's a working, working, working his ass off actor. Right. Um, he was in Starman, the TV series. Oh, nice. <laughs> as an orderly for one episode. On <laughs> uh, Twilight Zone. Uh, oh. the, the 80s Twilight Zone. Mm. He was Jim. He was... He was Jim. He was Jim. Oh, that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. However, he has similar hair. Yes. To the other dude in this picture. So. Yes, he's the, yeah. I meant I forgot to say that. Yes, he's Jim, um, the uh, the uh, problematic lead. <laughs> yeah, they were both kind of problematic. Everyone's problematic. Yeah. You're in thinking this. of. Um, I think I'm thinking of the blonde you're one. You're thinking of Stephen Nichols. Yes, was, I am. Who was in Days of Our Lives? There I go. Uh, yep. Yeah, he yep. was also in. He was also in General Hospital. Yeah. Um, a couple of times. Um, let's see. Filmography. Cause I, I want to say he's the guy that was in Forever Night. I don't know. I don't think so. Are you talking about the vampire? Yeah. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Okay. I, don't, I, I mean, I may be totally wrong. You could be, which is why we're... Um, All filmography. Come on. Thank you. Well, anyway, uh, back to... Jim here. He was in Freddy's Nightmares for two episodes nice. as Turk. <laughs> He's also in Witchboard 2 as Garbage Man. <laughs> well. <laughs> Maybe that was just like a little cameo, just a little nod to the fans. Yeah, that's Witchboard right. 1. You know, <laughs> the cult following that Witchboard, I'm sure, has. Oh, yes. God, I'm sure it actually does. And God damn it. And ding, ding, ding. He's in Pinocchio's Revenge. <laughs> Yes. David Kaminsky. Um, but yeah, he just he's he works his butt off as a TV actor. Yeah. And uh, so let's move on here to well, you're you're looking at Stephen Nichols, so I'll just talk about Tawny Katane here. Right. Uh, Tawny Katane. If you don't know who Tawny Katane is, you are clearly Not young. Not of the eighties. Yes. So <laughs> when yes. this was brought up. Um. In a group chat, uh, Stephanie suggested Witchboard for her pick. Right. To which Bob, excitedly, I assume shouted, uh, <laughs> Do you mean Tawny Contains Witchboard? It's terrible! Yes. And Witchboard, Cat abuse. Yes. And Witchboard, I just kind of stared at it going, I know he's going to think I know who that is. I don't know why he thinks I know who that is. Because oh I don't. Not even a little. Oh, like, when you said Whitesnake video, I was like, oh, okay, it's her. Right. I just didn't know her by name. And For sure. She's yeah. also the receptionist in the reboot of WKRP. Oh, yes, she was. Yeah. I have yes. no idea what that is. WKRP in Cincinnati is a 70s sitcom that you would probably never have heard of because it took place in and was 
you know, aired in the 70s. Mm. So unless you watched a lot of Nick at Night. That's why you see, like, every Thanksgiving or whatever, you you see the pictures of people throwing turkeys out of helicopters, because that's from that show. Yeah, that's a famous, yeah, famous Oh my God, they're dropping like rocks. Yeah. Yeah, because turkeys can't fly. No. Right. (laughs) No. Especially when they're when they're dead yeah oh. um so not true for most things yeah, yeah. Uh, so tawny katane i mean long story short she was an 80s sex icon uh her beautiful red hair yeah. her beautiful flexible long limbs the white snake videos mm-hmm. she she's just a gorgeous human being she had fantastic tits too yes um so just a few things that she was in besides that a bachelor party Mm-hmm. Forgot she was in Bachelor Party. Most people um, forgot she existed. So she was in three White Snake videos. Some people don't know that. Yeah, and that's because she was fucking David Coverdale. Yes. Um. Let's see. What else? So much White Snake. So much White Snake. <laughs> um. She yes, she was on the new WKRP in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um. Which was their reboot in the nineties. And then she's in, she, she did Hercules for a little bit. Mm-hmm. She did CSI. She did an episode of CSI. Somebody actually hired her after the surreal life? Yeah, she's still working. Um, she okay. was Rachel, last thing on here is Moms Anonymous. Rachel, 10 episodes, 2017 to 2018. Alrighty. So she's still working. Good I mean, for her. Hell Good yeah. for her, but that show sounds like a train wreck. Oh, it absolutely does. <laughs> Um, Stephen Nichols, we kind of, Bob kind of touched base on. He was a big soap star of the time. Um, so Days of Our Lives, General Hospital, Young and the Restless. Um, yeah. Yeah, no, I assume that that cast pool is very intense. He he was in Port Charles. You remember Port Charles? I remember it, but I don't want. Yeah, I have no idea what it's about, but <laughs> well, I just I don't remember, want to remember that it existed. Why, why, this whole cast is like a variety show of nonsense. Oh, it is much. because the sh- movie itself is nonsense. It it mm-hmm. makes it honestly makes a lot more sense now. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and besides that, he's on a ton of other stuff. He's he did four episodes of Empty Nest though, and that gives me joy. Yeah, I did like Empty Nest. I loved, I loved Empty Nest. Christy McNichol. Mm-hmm. Christy McNichol. It was one of my childhood heroes because I am a childhood of a child of the seventies. Um, so I, but I remember kind of growing up with her from, you know, all the shit she was in in the seventies through pirate movie, through, you know, empty nest and mm-hmm. all that other shit. I'm just I I love Christy McNichol and I wish she was still acting. Yep. Uh, I decided to cover this guy because I mean he is a big part of the movie, but you don't really see him very much. Um, Malfator is played by J.P. Lubson, and he has three credits. Oh, God, please tell me they're all witch boards. Close. <laughs> there is something called Flashback in 2015. He is old Howard Auerbach. Mm-hmm. He is in Witchboard from 86, and then he is in Witch Trap. <laughs> oh, so two out of three witches approve of J.P. Lubson. I do not but agree. his name is Lubson. God, it, am I the third? Is that what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Um, I saved the best for last. Um, the one, the only, 
we're probably her biggest fan club at the moment. <laughs> uh, Kathleen Wilhoit. Oh, I love her. Um, she is, you've probably seen her in something because she also works her butt off in TV and film. Yeah, or you've heard her voice because she does a lot of voice work. Yes. She is the voice of who, Bob? Pepper Ann. Yes. <laughs> she's the voice of Pepper Ann. So she's a Disney kid too, kind of, sort of. Yep. She did uh, performances on Buffy the Vampire Slayer with her original songs, which is a I know her from because mm-hmm. I was a freak yep. about Buffy the Vampire Slayer to the point that I would only listen to Buffy, Buffy the Vampire Slayer songs mm-hmm. for about 10 years of my life. Yeah. Did severe research on all of that. All of the songs that were in the show, I'd mm-hmm. find who played who played them, and then I'd right. dig around on LimeWire or Napster and find their I, song. I really, I really feel like I the should be more surprised pirating. by this than I am. No, you shouldn't be. <laughs> not at all. You shouldn't be. I'm not surprised one bit. I mourn how much I've lost. <laughs> memory got canceled. Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, but also just like how much stuff that I I learned and researched and memorized and. Mm-hmm. That pushed all the useful shit out of your head. That pushed all the useful shit out. And now, like, here I am, and I haven't watched Buffy in a while, and I feel like I've lost so much. <laughs> and I grieve. Yeah. Um, but you've probably seen this woman. I mean, she she does voices. She does TV. Let's, let's pick out some random stuff here that's kind of recent. She did an episode 24. She did an episode of SVU. Mm-hmm. She did Family Guy. She did ER. She did Third Watch, uh, Boomtown, Judging Amy, Will and Grace. Um, so she's another one with that kind of gravelly voice that I like. Yeah, for sure. Um, Jane the Virgin. Yeah. Um, she she could probably fill in for uh, Pamela Adlon. If, if ever Pamela Adlon quit like King of the Hill, she could probably fill in for Bobby. I could see that, actually. The yeah. voices are very similar. Mm-hmm. I yeah. thought they were the same for a while, but they're not. All right. Well, let's jump into the the epitome of Ouija board movies. Yay. Because it's not Ouija. Yes, it's not Ouija. It's, it's Ouija. Because it comes from both the French and the German word for yes. Yes. I don't know if that's actually true. No, that's absolutely true. Is it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Um, oh my God. Well, they tried to teach you something. Yeah. So. so the, better than Gehenna. Little, little quick story. When I lived in L.A., I got to cover the opening for Ouija. I think it's, yeah, it's the one that's just called Ouija. Uh-huh. And yeah. it was like 2014 or something. Okay. Not the one with the little girl that was actually kind of good. Um. It was the one with the dead friend and blah, blah, blah. Wow. Anyway, I got to go to the little opening night party thing to cover um, for Fangirl Nation. And I got to talk to this guy who's like a leading Ouija board historian. And like he collects them and has like a little museum for them and all this kind of stuff. Yeah, until that last part I was interested in. Yeah, I think. He collects them and I'm like, I believe his name is Hmm. Robert Murch. Um, but he was a really cool dude and he told me a lot about Ouija boards and that is actually true that it's French and German. Yes. Yes. And that they aren't, they aren't all actually Ouija boards. They're spirit boards. Mm -hmm. Ouija is just a brand name. Yeah. Like Kleenex or Xerox. Yes. So let's jump in here. Woohoo. One night at a party, because we jump right into the action here, you kind of feel like you are starting the movie in the middle. 
Right. Uh, Branson Sinclair uses his Ouija board with his ex-girlfriend, Linda Brewster, to contact the spirit of David, who he communicated with before at a party. Uh, her, her boyfriend, Jim Morar, insults David, which provokes him to slash the tires of Brandon's car. The next day, Linda uses Brandon's board that was left behind to contact David, who informs her where her lost engagement ring is. At the construction site where Jim works, his friend Lloyd is killed by fallen drywall. When Jim is questioned by Lieutenant Dewhurst at Lloyd's funeral, Linda contacts David about the accident, but he says he did not cause it. So at the very top of this this movie, you've got you've got a, a, that kind of that kind of party where you're out of college by like five years or so and you still think you know everything about everything mm -hmm. and you think you're cool enough and mature enough to have like a dinner party. She's not even out of college. That's right. She isn't she's even out of college. Yeah. Um, but she's also got that delightful like early, you know, mid 80s, like let's recreate the Victorian bun thing going on but not brush our hair right because she's got this gigantic halo of hair with a tiny little bun in the middle <laughs> like like a fucking cushion yeah like a little button in a cushion it's yeah girl yeah <laughs> so much hair um and brandon is just you know holding court yeah. in another person's house which <laughs> right. i fucking <laughs> i surely can't i like those kind of people make me so mad right, um, so that's fair pretentious also, so yes. pretentious and but i mean as we find out there's more to the the uh relationships in the room yeah so he's trying to act like he's hot shit because oh his ex-girlfriend he's at his ex-girlfriend's house with her boyfriend right um i wouldn't have gone mm -hmm. but you know that's just me right <laughs> And he, he also just carries a Ouija board around with right. him at all times. Right. You know, the... for the ladies. <laughs> <laughs> well, he does make a very big deal of, it needs to be two, at least two people, a man and a woman. Uh, oh, I wonder what woman you're going to pick. Fucking Ouija board, damn it. <laughs> it's, so, um, it's, it's so ridiculous. Um, I want to touch on something that's for sure. not directly related. Go for it. So, back to Kathleen Wellhoyt for just a hot second. Absolutely, right. anytime. Um, after you were bringing up the, that she did some of the songs on Buffy, mm -hmm. I thought that she looked familiar because I thought that she was in Twin Peaks as mm -hmm. one of the performers. And mm. she is. She was not. She was not? She was in Twin Peaks. She was not one of the performers. Oh. Um, but she was, she was basically a throwaway character. She okay. was in, like, one episode. Right. But while finding this out... I have found out that there is a documentary about Witchboard. No. From 2014. Holy shit, why? You lie. <laughs> called Progressive Entrapment. The <laughs> making of Witchboard. I have to see why? everything about it's this. <gasps> oh my real. god, I have to watch it. Oh my god, it's we not... have to find it. That's well, like, okay. I... We absolutely have why? to find that. Oh, it's probably oh. like a special feature on the DVD or something. Probably. It's almost an hour. <laughs> what is there to say? I know. <laughs> Do you 
Do you remember the scene with the ketchup? Oh my god. <laughs> that was so great. Jacket. I know. Oh my god, so much fringe it just kept getting tangled about like in everything. All oh those god. bees. Just like smacking people in the face all Grace Kelly style. Oh awesome. my lord! And oh my god, they You're made welcome. me talk in like this Thank little you. valley girl voice, no, and it was like, for sure, man, TTFN. Yeah. <laughs> as as soon as I get home, I'm gonna try and find that because I want to see it. If like, you can't right find now. it, let me know because I guarantee you, I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Ah, god damn it! Oh, movie night. Oh, uh, by the way, the creep show episode was two hours. Let's make this one quick. Okay, I'm trying. I'm trying. So, okay, uh, Mr. Brandon, he wants to uh, do Ouija with, um, with what is even her name in this again? Linda. Linda. Yeah, he wants to do a whole lot of things with Linda. Yeah. And used to be able to. Yeah. But uh, now she's dating Jim, who likes to hang out with his construction buddies and invite them to dinner parties. Hmm. And, uh, you know, they show up drunk, high. I don't know. So crazy yeah. in some capacity. Mm-hmm. One of them loves sunglasses at night and indoors. Because he's a dork. Yeah. Yeah, he's a big, big dork. Uh, he's one that should have been starring in Revenge of the Nerds. Problematic movie. That yeah. It was. <laughs> Problematic uh, movie. That I'm so was. glad, by the way, speaking of that, just quick tangent. The director of Revenge of the Nerds has said, yeah, if we were filming that today, it would be a very different movie. Oh, of that course. Yeah. He, he owned up to it. He's like, nope, that's what would have happened. Good. So. I appreciate that. Yeah. Um, so Jim's upset because he used to be besties with Brandon. And there's it's like a love triangle, basically. Yeah. She, she does not care one fucking iota about Brandon, except as a friend. Really it doesn't. Shows in this during this entire film. Yep. She's in love with Jim as much of an asshole as he is. Oh, my God. Oh, he's an abuser. He's a dick bad bad boyfriend he is um well babe. anyway anyway go ahead yeah babe anyway um long story short this party brandon gets his way with the ouija board and it jumps off their their uh, knees and that just like ends everything mm-hmm. but you know he does he when something major like that happens i don't know i take the ouija board Especially if I'm a Ouija board expert like he likes to think he mm-hmm. is. I also would have said goodbye before anything. Yeah. You know, like he did the first time. Right. <laughs> right. Thank you, goodbye. Which I guess is how you're supposed to end every Ouija board session. That is yeah, correct. You're supposed to greet and goodbye. Th- there yes. are, in fact, rules oh, yeah. to Ouija boards. And Let he me kind of, while you can And he kind of followed them the first yeah. time and then immediately didn't anymore. Yeah, like... <laughs> yeah, like... Brandon says a lot of intelligent things about Ouija board etiquette, but then none of it is followed in the movie. <laughs> How to safely play Ouija. It is a so, game. Step one, don't. Yeah. <laughs> According to William Fold, the creator of the modern day Ouija board, there are five Ouija board rules to follow during a session. <sighs> Hang on. One, Placement. If you are having a, a Ouija board session with another person, the, the board should rest upon the knees of the two persons. Fold, Fold believes it is important to have mixed genders playing, and I myself do find this rule to be true. This I'm getting this off of fucking whatever the live sci-fi TV. I don't know where the fuck this came from. Uh, but apparently these are the rules that came with it in the box. The planchette. 
You should be gently touching it and not applying a lot of pressure. The planchette should be able to move easily. Focus, focus, focus. That's rule number three. Um, you need to make sure that your, your, your board is taken care of, so don't let it get dusty or moist. Or shot. Or shot. <laughs> okay, so to, to close the session, there's no way to open it, but to close it, you just politely say goodbye and physically move it to goodbye yourself. Mm -hmm. okay. So why they called those things fucking rules is a reason that I hate the internet. Oh. Like one of those was a rule. Yeah, one of them, yeah, <laughs> one of them was a rule. There, There's a whole thing. The suggestions, latest, really. Yeah, the latest thing now is you need to move the planchette yourself a certain amount of ways, one yeah. direction and the next direction, mm -hmm. figure eight it before you do anything. Right. That, like, sets the board for you. There's all sorts of little yep. things. So, so now we, we need to do, like, you know, a clearing of the cash on the board, really? Kind yeah, of. you have to yeah. you have to clear cookies <laughs> and you know reboot the board. Yeah, fuck you, Google. People do the same thing with tarot. They like do. it's not yeah. different. Mm. Not really. Yeah, I get it. Um. So the next day after this lovely, lovely yeah, party, one hell of a party. Yeah, so great. <laughs> With the one guy that just wants to argue religion, which is the dude that I would be kicking out of my house. Right? Oh, my God. Um, so, you know, Brandon's tires get slashed. There's a fight. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. He leaves the board, which just proves he's a dumbass. Right. Um, Jim goes to work the next day. His sunglassed buddy shows up. And Jim can't find his hatchet because, you know, my <laughs> partner does construction. I don't think I've ever seen him heard him anything say oh where is my hatchet i need it for this specific work hmm. um i have said that exactly. you've said that okay so people was, do use I hatchets was, in construction i wasn't doing construction okay i don't know how it could be used in construction okay i'm also not <laughs> because you know, one side amazing. is flat maybe i don't know they were using them as hammers Exactly. Were, Why don't you just get is, a fucking a hammer? hammer. You're if if it's you not like a claw, it's not like a claw hammer did not exist. In yeah, if you are a construction if, company, if you don't own a hammer, then you have no right to be a construction company. Pay like the thirty five cents and buy a hammer. <laughs> like it's right. not a luxury tool. No. Yeah, seriously, kids, if you do work in construction and you can tell me why you use a hatchet or you would use a hatchet. Please tell, email us. Tell and, us on the Facebook and, page. And not just as like a stopgap, like, shit, I can't find my hammer and I need to nail this knife right. and hatch it, bam. Like, right. then, sure, whatever. For exactly. sure. <laughs> exactly. And just like, why a hatchet? And why, why are you defying OSHA and throwing that shit at your coworker oh, shit. in the middle of a J? Oh, shit. OSHA we got some OSHA up in here right now. I think OSHA started in the 70s. It did. I think. We talked about, talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it okay. came out the day, uh, December thirty first of the year, just before Willy Wonka came out. That's right. I do so remember. Like I remember this conversation. Now. Or yeah. Something. yeah. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to go back to the episode. So before. OSHA existed. Yeah, OSHA yeah. existed, which means they should have had hammers <laughs> and uh, sun sunglasses. Larry McGee, whatever his name and is, and been trained not to throw fucking axes at each other. Oh yeah. Um, 
he did little things. Right. Yeah. The parents did such a bad job. Well, you can tell with Larry that a lot has gone wrong in his life. Right. Yeah. I mean, he just like so. His parents did not love him enough. No. After the first scene and the terrible party, when we go to the terrible construction site, (laughs) I. I thought that the guy had something wrong with him. Right. Like, oh, this is a special needs person. Mm -hmm. And then, like, I revisited it to remind myself of some things that happened earlier in the movie. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no. No, he's just. No, he's not. He's just. Awkward. All right. And I think he's dubbed. Oh, he's 100% (laughs) dubbed. That is 100% a terrible voiceover. (laughs) Yeah. His language does not match his body. No. It may be him dubbing himself, but he is yes. dubbed. I do think it. I yeah. think it was him. Maybe he just wasn't yeah. talking loud enough for the camera or something. Yeah, something. Um. Well, anyway, this this lovely human being accidentally gets killed by axe because that happens. Great. That happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and the detectives immediately think that Jim did it, of course, because he was the only one there. Yeah. And it was his hammer or his axe, whatever. It was and his tool. He, and he mysteriously can't find it. He can't find it. Um, so while this is going down, Linda has decided, oh, the Ouija board is still here. I am going to play with it, even though I just learned the rules that the smarty, smarty pants Brandon told me. Right. But um, also didn't the hair was hit. Yeah. He did have helmet hair. He, did. he had a lot. Oh, yeah. Man. There there's a lot of different bad. It, yeah, there's hair. temperamental oh, hair. I did like Zarabeth. Uh, yes. Yeah. Her hair was kind of awesome. But she's awesome. Hers and Linda's, right? Good hair. Good Everyone hair. else bad. Yeah. Especially at the end Linda's hair is like just, ah. Yes. Oh. There's the hierography of the mm-hmm. the climax of this movie. Right. It's where all the budget for the movie went. Oh, yeah, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure that her hair flowed perfectly. Oh, yeah. And it did. Yeah. <laughs> it did. So Linda decides, rather than do it with someone else, and he can absolutely never do Ouija alone, she decides to do it anyway and starts talking to a dead kid. Uh, or who she thinks is a dead kid. Well, yes. Uh, named David. And he... <laughs> she... He tells her, you know, that he gets to pick his parents when he comes back and everything. And she just offers it up like, oh, hey, I just found out I'm pregnant. You mm-hmm. want to be my kid? Which she isn't. No, she <laughs> Which makes it funnier. <laughs> yeah. Well, she full on thinks she is, though. Yes. You know. Yeah, but that's because she didn't go back to the doctor and find out for sure. She's just like, she just oh, got a message they call said, me hey, back. call me back. Yeah, hey, call me back. And she's been puking. So she... Oh, must be pregnant. No, at that point, she hadn't puked yet. And That's right, it's true. And completely irritable. Yeah. So we're thinking pregnancy hormones. Yeah, you know what I? You know what is my favorite thing about this movie? Is the that, fact that it's entirely sexist tropes 101? Uh, no. The <laughs> Tawny Katane, I feel like I know her reasons for taking this movie. Money. And I, f- <laughs> I feel like the number one reason was that she wanted to reinvent herself as mm-hmm. something other than a sex icon right. she wanted to be a good girl which mm-hmm. is why she did that nude shower scene right <laughs> right but i mean that nude shower scene was all like oh my god it's too fucking hot she wasn't there like being provocative she was just naked in the shower and it was trying to kill her yeah um 
Yeah, because there's no hot shower scene that has ever been anything other than terrifying, right? Like, I mean, yeah. There's, yeah, there's non-scary in, in shower In this scenes. case, the shower was legit trying to kill her, so she's not just there to be sexy. <laughs> it was exactly as steamy as it was two minutes earlier. <laughs> I get it. I do. I get it. Does They tried it. Doesn't mean they succeeded. She's, yeah, she sobered up. And she realized how hot the water was. You've never <laughs> been in that situation? I know I have. I 100% have. <laughs> like mid-shower, you're just like, oh, okay, everything <laughs> needs to change right now. <laughs> kind of like reaching around the side. Yeah. <laughs> touching that cold tile wall with your butt. You do. <laughs> like, well, oh, that feels really good, but ah, it's cold. No, turn that water down. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. Um... And this this thought of mine occurred to me when she gets her engagement ring out of the pipes, proving that she also can be a plumber. Mm-hmm. And uh, with them nails, with them nails, oh, I broke a nail. And Jim, you know, appears behind her. I forget what he says. Something really problematic that pissed me off. You're like, oh, I didn't know that you were into plumbing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't know you were into plumbing, you lousy broad. Like, that's kind it of is. exactly yeah. what he was saying. Yeah. Oh, he was just fucking rude and sexist as fuck to her. And yeah. kind of abusive. Yeah. Yeah. And she just starts... You never use that language. Exactly. That's where I was coming from. He's like, you. I've never heard you say anything other than gosh and darn our entire relationship. And I went... Oh, she's trying to be a good girl in this movie. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. So so she can pretend that she wants to be a good girl. Yeah. But really isn't one. No. So, as Brandon puts it, this is the beginning of progressive entrapment. I feel like... Which is not, by the way, an actual, any kind of scientific or or even Brandon went to medical school okay even parents dropped out even parapsychology not parapsychology what am I thinking of um no I think you were right was I was it yeah the the paranormal studies that's not a thing no no it was actually it was briefly an idea but then it was pretty thoroughly debunked yeah (laughs) yeah I mean, shock. Right. But. Yeah. Um, we get this scene. I like the the thing doesn't really cover this, but Jim and Brandon have this extremely tense, slightly homoerotic scene where Brandon's getting up in Jim's face. Oh, yeah. No, I was like, are you going to fight or fuck or fuck? Right. Fight? Like, <laughs> you just you just need to hate fuck just once. Yeah. Just get that hate fuck out and your both of your lives are going to improve. Wrestle for it. Wrestle right. for top. But, yeah, so we find out that Jim was in medical school with Brandon, Mm -hmm. and then he dropped out, now he does construction, and Brandon thinks he cannot succeed at anything because he can't finish anything, Uh, blah, blah, blah. And Jim tells Brandon about Linda playing with the Ouija board and shit, and that's when we find out about progressive entrapment. Right. There's this whole level this whole, you know, different phases, which is true in terms of possessions. Sure. There's the three steps and whatnot. Um, I just love that he he calls it progressive entrapment. Yeah. Um, but that that is the phase after the spirit that you're talking to is being nice to you. 
um, where he's, it starts to scare you mm-hmm. before it takes it tries to take you over. Um, so they're like, you know what? We need to bring in a psychic. Welcome to Miss Kathleen Wilhoyt. Yay. The best. Brandon brings over psychic medium Sarah Beth Crawford. Not Sarah Beth. Zara Beth. Because she's edgy. And she's super valley girl. Yeah, but she's dressed like uh, Pat Benatar. Yes. yes. Yep. She's a total rock and roll chick, but she's like, oh my God. Like the, the vocal fry, the gnarly. She's a she's a, a California kid. Yeah. Like 100% California kid. Like valley girl. Oh, for sure. She lives in the valley and you know it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and she comes over to contact David, the little kid slash spirit, through a seance and to exercise him if necessary. Mm-hmm. So they have the seance and some crazy shit goes down. And after the spirit leaves, a suspicious Zarabeth returns home to research the occurrence. Because even though she's funny, she likes to kick a joke here and there. Well, all the time. Um, Psychic humor. Constantly. Yeah, 90% humor. um, 10% actual talent. I have a vision (laughs) of me (laughs) going home. Going home. (laughs) Honestly, the best writing in the whole movie. Right. Oh, yeah. It was her. It's just, it was amazing. Um, so Brandon drops her off and she's doing a little research because there's something that she just can't shake. And you can when tell. she says that she has to do the Nancy Drew bit. The and Nancy then Drew away, bit. I was like, yes. Yes, <laughs> man. Full on. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> to be like all Jimmy, Jimmy Walker, Jimmy J.J. Walker walking. <laughs> Hands behind, like Richard Pryor and shit. You expect that, except she's so white. She really doesn't really give it to you. Yeah, she However, that fringe crazy. would kill someone because it's a mile long. Mm-hmm. It's constantly jingling. I know. Oh yeah. <laughs> there, there's something always moving on her right. on her body. Right. Um, but uh, she she finds out bad stuff. David went home with her, throws her out a window onto a sundial. Like yeah, it happens. Best death in the movie too. Yeah. Um, so she gets impaled on a giant sundial on her front lawn. The next morning, Brandon hears about her death and suspects that David killed her. Of course. Ding, ding, ding. You are correct, sir. As Brandon leaves to seek information, Jim witnesses Linda violently thrown against the wall, rendering her unconscious. After she is brought to a hospital, Jim teams with Brandon to Big Bear <laughs> to conduct... <laughs> Research on David. And just for our Ohio Midwest fans, that's not the grocery store. That is a mountainous city up in California. Lovely skiing, I hear. At the the lake where he died, they use another board. Wait. At the lake where he died, they use another board to learn that a different spirit. A pretty blue board this time. Yes. Carlos Malfator. Was terrorizing Linda all along. Jim is suddenly knocked out by barrels. <laughs> and Brandon is killed by Malfator with a hatchet. Again. Again. He likes the matches. He really does. I mean, it was actually in his backstory. So Yeah, yeah he loves the matches. Um, it makes me wonder, though, like, if there was not a hatchet available, hmm. would he 
have wasted time trying to find a hatchet and let them get away? I don't know. I feel like probably not because he does throw uh, Zarabeth out the window. There's no hatchet involved with that one, but... He also hits the guy with the barrels. Yeah, the barrels, yeah. Oh, shit, dude. What? Sorry, now that we're talking about the dead dude, I have a little bit of trivia on him. Okay. Okay, so, Stephen Nichols from IMDb is best known for his role as Steve Patch Johnson on Days of Our Lives. Mm-hmm. Okay, and the horror film Witchboard. <laughs> Those are the two things right. we most well know for. Shelley Hennig portrayed the daughter of Patch and Kayla on Days of Our Lives before leaving for primetime TV and film roles like the horror flick Ouija. <laughs> no fucking way. Yeah, so his TV daughter followed his TV, <laughs> followed his real life fucking career. Like, you have made some horror Bojack Horseman bullshit. I <laughs> By the way, Tawny Katane. Terrible Ouija board movies. Tawny Katane was with Stephen Nichols on Days. I mean, is that What surprising? a wicked web we weave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Whew. Okay, so uh, where was I? Oh yeah, Brandon Hatchet yeah, dead. So I, I, I wanted to talk about that one. Yes, please. A, Let's discuss that. He gets hatcheted in the face, kind of. Yeah. Right. And then just kind of thrown into a lake. Right. First of all, I don't think a big cut on your face is killing you. Right. I just no. don't. No. No. Nope. Um, two, he just leaves the body there. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> just... After having a full breakdown over the body. Yes. Right. Like he just lost and his long lost And leaving his fingerprints love. over everything. Right. Yes. Not to mention what is probably his hatchet. Mm, yeah. And <laughs> he just, he yeah. just leaves. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, he, he was just left at crime scene. Like, <laughs> put the body back in the lake. I know, right? Like, <laughs> at least make him work for it. Fuck. Um, Give yourself some time, man. What I love is Brandon gets hatched to the face, gets thrown in the water, and then Jim gets in the water. Brandon reaches up. Oh, yeah. He reaches up and grabs Jim's shirt. Mm-hmm. But as soon but he's dead as the whole he's time? dead the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Just, we, are, we are working under the concept that a shallow cut to the face killed him. Um, but he still is... But he had time to reach out. <laughs> but he has, for he has some motor functions. <laughs> some right. motor functions. He's flailing like when you cut chicken's head off. Firing up at arms. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so, and then Jim has his most emotional uh, breakdown. Right. Um, More emotion than the entire movie. Exactly. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> More emotion than the fucking conjuring. <sighs> okay, so... <laughs> uh, that night, Jim reads that Malfator was an axe murderer and he was shot by police in his home in 1930. The same residence that he and Linda live in right now. That house was was also used, by the way, in Waxwork and Willard, and it's since been retired as a filming location. It's a pretty house. I wonder what that means, since been retired. Does that just mean that they don't want to use it anymore? anymore. They don't want to use it as a filming location anymore. They're not in contract with whoever anymore. Well, I just, like, I wonder what happened. which Willard? 71. Okay. Okay. Yeah, not the new one. Um, okay, so... Both of which probably we're going to end up reviewing at some 
for sure. Um, funny, funny fact about that: waxwork and phantasm. I always get mixed up in my head, much oh, like how much I've like um, Ghost Ship and uh, what? Is, uh, what was the one I got? Oh, Event Horizon. I'm just trying to get my bag of candy, and the whole thing just emptied on me. Oh. And I found Zots. Thank you, Jungle Gems. My <laughs> <laughs> diabetes hates me when I go shopping at Jungle Gems. <laughs> I don't know what a Zots is, but I'm they're, sure they're lovely. They're actually they're just little hard candies with um, the fizzy stuff in the middle. Oh. So they got a little zap to them. They do. Gotcha. Zots. Zots. <laughs> Not sponsored by Zots. <laughs> but we could be. Talk to us, Zots. <laughs> um, so, during all of this, Linda releases herself from the hospital. I feel like more she jumped ship out of the hospital. She did. Yeah, she did. Like, it starts out to be the former, and then a nurse is like, Lady, you were just, like, destroyed. Get back in bed. <laughs> no! And then she leaves. No, I'm fine. I feel better. Yeah, she just okay, leaves. Bye. I mean, in theory, you can do that, but it's a big red flag if you do. Mm-hmm. Right. Especially <laughs> given that, okay, so I'll, I'll, this is super nitpicky and I don't know why I remember mm. this. Um, but after they leave her in the hospital, mm-hmm. when they're like, we're going to go to the to the lake thing and it's fine because we're going to be far away from that portal and David won't be able to reach us here because he's attached to her. And anyway, she's super sedated, right? Yeah. And then, like, it cuts three seconds later, and she's up and walking. And I'm like, aren't any of the nurses going to go, like, we gave you, like, 80 Valium. Like, why are you alive and also standing? Right. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Nine bazillion cc's of opium. Yes. And you're up and walking. Right. And coherent. I know. Yeah, it's the 80s. (laughs) It's the 80s. I mean, they just breathed cocaine at that point. They did. So. Yeah, so you would think that a downer would throw off their system. You'd think. <laughs> but no. No. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. Um, so uh, after she leaves the hospital, she gets attacked by Malfator. Of course. And the next day, Jim finds their home in disarray before a possessed Linda attacks him. In that fabulous hat. And Yes. This is when we get prime Tawny Katane hair realness. Right. Prime, both Tawny Katane hair realness and that fucking fedora that remained in fashion for the next decade. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. I know I had one. Mm Mm-hmm. I did, too. I still have a few of them, actually. I do not mind a good fedora on a good day. Or a bowler. bowler. Bowlers are fun. They're cute. Yes. Or or like one of those little crown things like Jughead has. God bless you. I do like those little things. <laughs> it depends on who's wearing it. Yeah. It very rarely works. True. Like, I mean, a pork pie is also cute. Yeah. I don't know what that is, but I am thinking of it's the person. Brand. Okay. I was thinking of the person at work who made a pork pie and it was not great or cute. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but this pork is always delicious. It and should if they be. ruined pork, they're horrible. It wasn't. It wasn't terrible. The pork was okay, but I, I don't know. Just eating pork cold. It's it's an English thing. You bake yeah. it. You bake it in a pastry and then refrigerate it. Yeah. 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 The French weird. the French do it too. Chiche pie mm. um, is, I believe, 
He was um, specifically following an English recipe. Well, there you so. go. But yeah, I, I like to make pitche plenty. It's, um, but there was seasoning in it, so I don't know how it could be English. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, England. Um, no, pitche pie is um, pork and lamb. Already on board. Continue. Yeah. Uh, basically, simmered, you know, gr- browned mm-hmm. with pumpkin spice, essentially, and mixed with potatoes. Hmm. Mashed potatoes, whatever. Put done. in a pie shell. Yeah. You know, yeah, bake I'll it. try it. It's delicious. Um, one of the few things I like that my family gave me. <laughs> what is the... I don't, I don't actually... They didn't actually give me a recipe. I just knew what was in it. Plus mm. the internet. So don't try to do it with like hash browns. You need baked... Uh, you need mashed potatoes. Mm. You need to mix the meat in with the mashed potatoes. Put it in the pie crust. Bake it. So... Okay. If you try to use hash browns, you end up with a really dry filling that just falls out of the crust. And do you eat you eat this cold too? You can. Oh, okay. I prefer it hot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. You can uh, you know make yourself some beef gravy and it's good to go. Or yeah. Down. Yeah. I have to try that sometime. Or continue. Yes. Um, okay. So Linda's in full possession mode at this point. And then Dewhurst, this cop that pops up randomly. For no reason. For no reason. Kind of like the cop in the changeling. Yeah. Like the <laughs> whole storyline of, of the cop doesn't even need to be in the movie. It, it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't no. go anywhere. It doesn't do anything for the plot. It, it just, he's just there. Like the, the after the first time you're like, oh, he's like. He's causing some possible strife because he's going to be like really investigating this yeah. guy, mm-hmm. and it never happens. Yeah, <laughs> he just shows up, pisses Jim off that much more, and and then kind of leaves. leaves. Yeah, <laughs> and he's obsessed. Was it magic tricks? Yeah, up close magic. Yeah, with he's magic always tricks, talking yeah. about the up close magic, and I'm like, who the fuck cares? Nobody bro? gives a shit, man. Do your job or get right. the fuck out. Right. Just, <laughs> I, I kept I kept hoping that they were gonna go somewhere with it because I, I was like, oh, he's gonna be like, this is how you made the hatchet disappear and bring mm-hmm. it all back around. And I was right. like, just do something. it, and then no, and then he dies, and yeah. it's. <laughs> oh God. It's so useless. Yeah. yeah. Um. So Dewhurst enters to accuse Jim of all these murders, but Linda knocks him out, kills him with a fire poker. And Jim takes his revolver, where Linda tells him that he is the portal, not her or the house, mm-hmm. taunting him into committing suicide. He shoots the board in some beautiful special effects. It may was I kind say. of my favorite, <laughs> like of the whole movie. It was kind of it was not great, but I was <laughs> like, I was like, you know, I, I can appreciate the effort, honestly. Yeah, it was satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's just, uh, oh man. So, so for the for the listeners, what happens is the Ouija board, for whatever reason, uh, <laughs> flies up, and he shoots it in the air, and then the camera goes through the bullet hole. Yeah. On the board. Yeah. Yeah. For mid eighties, that was pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So let's see. He shoots the board <laughs> before he is pushed through a window and lands on a car. Uh, in the world's longest fucking fall. Yeah. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. To to do that fall as a as an actress would give me so much joy. Just 
don't move, Stephanie. Look like you're falling, but don't. You're not really falling. Right. Just, but don't move. <laughs> Just stay frozen. For a long, like, it was like a solid minute. Oh, yeah. yeah. It yeah. was a long time. You can tell that this, that this was Tenny's, like, this is my Hitchcock shot. This is it. <laughs> you got you got the teaser with the bullet hole through the Ouija board. Mm-hmm. And now we're going to bring it home. And it's like, <laughs> no, honey. Yeah. Just stop. Just fucking stop, like, it, it's a what? It's a second story window. Like, let, let's be generous. Let's say they have a massive three-story house. Third story window. He would have been on the ground within five seconds. <laughs> You are sitting there just watching it. He would have been on the ground in about a second. <laughs> yeah. I'm being because generous. physics are a thing. I'm being generous because they were generous with they his length of fall. She's also assuming that he went out for a while. Right. Like, he, he, he went away yeah. from the window for a long yeah. time before going yeah. down. Onto somebody's car, I guess? Yes. <laughs> I mean, so that would mean that he would... He, well, they're in an apartment, so maybe there's not a whole big lawn. But you know, there's at least a bit of lawn that he would have would have had to have cleared before landing on that car. On that car, yeah. unless their apartment is right above the driveway. Right. But it was like a parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like it looked like an office building parking yeah. lot. Not a like lot an apartment building parking yeah. lot. Yeah. Apartment building parking lots. They're tidy. There's like you know eight spaces. And like yeah. that's it. You're surrounded by other buildings probably. Right. <laughs> Yeah. This was just like a grand parking lot, <laughs> like freaking grocery store parking lot. Yeah. He's just, oh, right. oh no, I'm falling. God, this is and then, <gasps> and then, oh, jump cuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally. And suddenly we're at a wedding. Yeah. And no, I'm not kidding. Oh yeah, <laughs> we go. We go from landing on a car to, boom, marrying each other. Right. Like, nothing happens. Literally. Doesn't like, he have on a head bandage or something? I he think, does. yeah. Yes, because that's because, what know, got hurt. Just his head. Just that's his it. head. <laughs> he didn't land ass first in a car. No. No. He just, he just got a little bump on his head. Yeah. It's fine. Oh, it's something we have not mentioned, by the way, their landlady. Oh, I was about to mention her. Fucking Rosemary. Yes. From the Dick Van Dyke show. Yep. God, I love her. How she managed to wind up in this is completely beyond me. You know. Let's let's get some old let's get some big name old person. Just <laughs> show up and be the be the landlady for five minutes. Five. Right. Fine. Um kind of so, like Lance Henriksen. Yeah. So their landlady, Mrs. Moses, mm-hmm. lovely. Well, um, she'd are, she had been in the movie name. before this. Yes, briefly, briefly, briefly. Mm-hmm. like for for a heart. She she was on she was on set for two hours. Yeah, really. yeah, <laughs> and got paid a lot of money. <laughs> yes. Um. So she finds the board, and well, she doesn't find the board. Um. Her, I'm assuming, granddaughter. daughter, granddaughter, granddaughter, I think. granddaughter finds it, and she wonders if it still works, and the board is thrown into a box. Whereas Planchette moves to yes all by itself. <laughs> Fucking sting cord. Fuck off. And surprise, we're going to go into Wishboard 2 right now. <laughs> no, we're actually not. Oh, thank God. No, we're not. Or whomever. Oh. <laughs> no. 
Oh my fucking hit this movie. Excuse me. I also didn't really cover the whole pregnancy thing because once again, that's something that it doesn't have nowhere. to do. Right. Like has... aside aside from the one line where she's like, "Do you want to be my baby, Ghost no. David?" Yeah, pretty much. And you like, don't. No. And also, you're not pregnant. And also, Jim's an ass. Wow. Yeah. I, I was absolutely on David's side when he was like, no, I don't want to be your kid. Why? Well, Jim, now we... You really don't like him, do you? Who no. does? Yeah. <laughs> he is not a likable character. No. At all. No. At all is he likable. Even when Malfator is trying to be a little kid that's just like perfect and wonderful to get Linda's trust, even he's like, fuck that dude. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> just... <laughs> Sorry, I had a mouthful of fizz. Um, you know, Jim's a douche rocket. Fuck, man. Such like, a even the, the moment of sympathy when one of the protagonists is killed off and he has a breakdown, I'm just like, I mean, you didn't talk for years. Yeah, <laughs> you didn't. Like, But they had known each other since they were seven. Okay. So that does count for something. There's plenty of people that I've known since I was seven. And... That I never want to talk to again, yes, you're correct. Well, there's that, but there, uh, there are some that I don't mind. Yeah. And, like, if they died, I'd be kind of sad, but not, like, full-blown mental breakdown. Right. Right. Question. Would you take their body? <laughs> Do no. you care enough to take I mean, did I find it? Because that raises a whole <laughs> bunch of other yeah. questions. That Same I feel situation. like we need to go... You found him, you found him or her or them dead. And... What what would you do? Like what they reached out of the lake? <laughs> yes, <laughs> their dead body okay. grabbed you by the shirt out of the water. Um. Okay. So here's what would happen: reach up, grab. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> <laughs> We're done here. Bye. And then I would leave. And maybe have a quiet cry in the shower. That's good. Um. I also just want to state. <sighs> that you know the first person to die in this movie is what you're assuming is one of his best friends mm-hmm. and we don't see him have a breakdown we don't even see him that concerned at the funeral mm. he's just kind of like yeah I'm standing here it's right he was a story <laughs> just like I'm standing <laughs> here at the funeral because mm-hmm. I was friends with him I guess fast forward to Brandon and he's just collapsing but you know fuck his soon to be wife I guess right because you know she's a piece of shit because she has boobs that I they wants to touch and intelligence I don't know and intelligence she's she's apparently supposed to be smart and yet yeah that is not shown in the movie I'm sorry it is said it is not shown literal (laughs) generations literal generations have I mean centuries we're talking here have been using spirit boards they've been around forever right we you know milton bradley did not invent them at all right and everyone knows that you're not supposed to use them by yourself yeah i mean even if you don't believe in that shit you know that you're not supposed to do it by yourself and she like a dumbass oh my god i think i'm gonna be a mommy lady my baby like that's also not how phantom limb syndrome works no it's not because that's what ouija boards Pretty much. 
Yeah. I, you know, just every character in this is problematic, except for our darling Zarabeth. But every... Potentially the ghost. Yeah. 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 But it's like, especially with Linda, I was just so frustrated and baffled and upset because clearly they didn't know what they wanted to do with the character. They wanted everything. He wanted all all things to be Linda. He wanted her to be sexy, but innocent, smart, Mm -hmm. but dumb. Like, so she's just kind of this... By doing that, she's just kind of like this cardboard character that you don't learn dick about. They made her a Mary Sue. She's an absolute Mary Sue. They they made her a Mary Sue and then didn't even give her the good shit that goes along with being a Mary Sue. Right. You could have replaced her with a cardboard cutout of herself and it would have had the exact same effect with worse hair. Yeah. She, she could have been... Oh, what's her name? She could have been Melanie Griffith. I, I, I Yeah, Melanie Griffith would have done the same job with this. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, but, you know, the, the, there's so, so many problematic things about this movie. Yet, I was like, let's let's do this movie. Maybe because there are so many problems that we can hash out. Yeah. It, you know, like, all the characters, I, I feel like a lot of the characters suffer from the, the writer wants them to be everything and nothing all at the same time. Pretty much. Yeah. Except for Jim, who he wants to be nothing. But he wants, he wants Jim, clearly Jim's the lead. He wants Jim to have been something. Yeah, he wants to, But he yeah. wants him to be nothing now. Right. And he wants Jim to, you know, be someone we root for because he's the lead. Mm-hmm. But you're not. No. Nope. You just want him gone. Mm-hmm. And then his his little buddy that also was with Linda, you want him gone as soon as the movie begins. Yeah. Jesus. Because his first lines are arguing about religion. Right. And it's like, listen, I'm not saying that you're wrong, but you're at a party. Yeah. <laughs> Time and place. It's it's a dinner party, I get it, so polite conversation is there. But have you never heard the rule at a dinner party or at work or wherever you're supposed to be polite not to discuss religion or politics? I totally <laughs> break the politics one. Yeah. yeah. I but, too. but religion, I'll be like, yeah, I don't really want to talk about that. Right. Yeah, no. 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 There are some things that I will not discuss, period. Sure. Right, yeah. Unless I'm specifically asked, there are things I will not discuss, such as my views on the military, mm. such as... Um, my views on capitalism and things like that. I mean, I'll discuss them on Facebook all day. Sure. But in a, at a party? No. Read my fucking Facebook. Yeah. If you want to know how I feel about it. Exactly. Like a party, you are enjoying people's company. You are not mm-hmm. there to be making your line in the sand about topics. Exactly. exactly. You know? What, someone tried to corner me at my cousin's wedding. To discuss it's already hilarious. Yeah, Go yeah. on. <laughs> well, no, to discuss. You know, well, if you're an atheist, how did you know bacteria get here? And like chemical processes, possibly comets. Mm. What? Never mind. I don't want to start talking about it. We're not going to. <laughs> We're not going to. But no, don't fucking don't fucking talk about religion at a party unless the party is at a church. Yeah, you want to make a little meetup about religion? Be my guest. Talk mm-hmm. about it till you're blue in the face. But if you are at just a dinner party, mm-hmm. you that your ex girlfriend is throwing, yeah, um, <laughs> you know, 
I wouldn't take my Ouija board and Talk start... Talk about the good times. Gabbing about... Yeah. And don't take a goddamn Ouija board. What the fuck? <laughs> well, I feel like that he brought the Ouija board to try and I'm win her back. Her exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's like, who thinks like that? A skeevy son of a bitch. <laughs> Sociopaths? Yeah. Someone with absolutely no social graces. None. People who refuse to acknowledge that women are people. <laughs> people who refuse to acknowledge that I broke up with you. Also, yes. Because they were exes. Yeah. You know, and I don't know what possessed her to invite him. Oh, you guys used to be such great friends. And yet we've both had our dicks in you. You need to not. I get that some people can be friends with your exes, with their exes, but some exes, it's just not possible. And... If you're bringing together two friends who broke up because of you, you need to not. Yeah. You need to not. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Tawny Katane. Ugh. This character, Linda, is an idiot. And it shows through every second of the movie. Oh, yeah. Except when it comes to styling her hair. Yep. Oh, yeah. She's fantastic. Oh, I mean, you'd have to be with that fucking mane. You better be. Right? I mean, granted, she probably did not style it herself. But I'm no. sure that she could. I'm sure she could. You know, she's had her whole life to live with that head of hair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. I, yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm at with this movie. I thought there was plenty to talk about because it's so problematic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the way Jim talks to her. Yeah. The way that everybody talks to everybody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Seriously. You got Jim, who is just caustic to everybody. Mm-hmm. You got Brandon, who is higher up than everybody. You got Linda, who's a fucking idiot. Hmm. You got the detective, who clearly is there, is there but at the same time, his <laughs> like his whole attitude, like his way of like, hey, I'm smiley, I'm kind of quirky and weird, and uh. You totally did it, but I'm just going to talk about close magic. It's a weird, slightly veiled the metaphor. Only, the only person that did not <laughs> speak badly to any, any other person was Kathleen Malloy. Yes. Yeah. Was the medium because she was just like, I'm just here doing a job, man. But I'm going to have fun while I'm doing it. She's like that. that she's like that punk rocker that kind of got caught up in like the Woodstock revival in the mm-hmm. 80s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's her. So she's kind of like all, you expect her to just like light up a dude on screen. For sure. You expected her to cheech and chong her way through that entire part, and she should have, actually. <laughs> but, Especially when she got back to her house. I know, she should have been just like. Yeah, man. <laughs> Step one. <laughs> yeah, all right. So this dude. Um, yeah, that. She's been like, man. You know, and that was her voice as David. That was not another voice. That was her doing David's voice. Wow. So the way that she was able to switch back and forth. And the only reason I recognize it is because it sounds just a little higher pitched than Pepper Ann. Mm. Mm. So I do know that that was her voice. But um, she was probably, for as little as she was on screen, and as badly as she died, because that scream, like her back <laughs> against the wall screaming. Yeah, that wasn't great. Kind of it's not that was falling out a window, though. It wasn't falling out a window. <laughs> she fell out of a window with style. <laughs> she did. 
<laughs> and then landed on that delightful and faster I by a faster. Lot. so much faster out of the window landed on the fucking sundial which was that was literally the only part of this movie I remembered having ever watched I knew I'd seen it because I'd seen that scene mm-hmm. but I did not recommend did not recognize <laughs> not recommend recognize any of the rest of this movie yeah it didn't because it's kind of just just like your standard mid 80s you know VHS trash. I don't. This did see a theatrical release. It was made with about two million budget wise. Made total about eight. So it didn't flop. It just wasn't a great financial yeah. success. Mm-hmm. Um, but people liked it for what it was. You know, it, it was just that that standard mid eighties horror that we came to expect at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but her part really did stand out and frankly from from the way she stood out against the others i I would think would have thought that her career would have gone better places uh but there's also the fact that she's not she's not tawny katane pretty she's pretty i think she's she's wonderful looking she's absolutely great looking person um but she's not conventionally pretty yeah so she's she was always going to be consigned to being a character actor she was never going to be yeah, except when it came to voice work as a teenager. Which she's incredible. She's yeah. wonderful. She's Pepper got Ann that. Is one of my favorites. Yeah, she's got that fuck you pepper and money, so she's okay. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, but as it, this movie is, it's got a little bit of a nostalgia factor to it, um, but not much. Mm-hmm. I remember watching it. I remember kind of liking it at the time. It does not hold up. No. Does not hold up at all. Um, from a mid-80s standpoint, it was actually pretty good. From a 2019 standpoint, it is not good at all. Uh, we ready for ratings? For sure. Go for all it. All right. So, yeah, like I said, not good at all. Um, <laughs> when I watched it in the 80s, it was fine. Now that I watch it again, it is not good. Um, yeah, when you're starting from a fine yeah. standpoint, <laughs> you know that there's... It's probably not going on. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not. Probably not going to go It just goes downhill from there. And this was bottom of the barrel only not the bottom of the barrel because Gehenna and fucking the conjuring are still worse uh um this one is kind of like just turn on this is this is definitely a turn your brain off movie and i know that you know we have people like andy where it's like no you have to engage your brain when watching a movie i'm like no you don't i sat and watched this four fucking times in a row working on fucking embroidery shit i you know i know about the movie i've seen the movie several times Within the past week. <laughs> I, I don't have to pay attention to it to know what's going on because it's relatively simple. Um, it is not a highly cerebral plot It is no. not a cerebral <laughs> plot uh, Unlike when I, watch, uh, when I make you guys watch uh, Suspiria. Because that's going to happen. Which uh, one? The new one. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't matter. I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> I love the original. I do like the remake more. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That'll be an interesting episode then. Yeah. I mean, it, the original is always going to be there. Right. You know, and, and I get that. But I, I do actually find that the new one was easier to follow. I'll give you that. From a, from a plot and dialogue standpoint. So, But anyway, back to this thing. Um, it's not a bad film. Not a great film. But it's not like... It, it's not like middle of the road, not a bad film. It's like towards the bottom. It's a, a D minus. It is a D minus. It really is. So it's... it's Barely graduating high school. Yeah, it, it, it's got <laughs> enough credits, but it's not doing much more than that. Um, Kathleen Lloyd is the only thing bringing this 
close to passing. Um, this 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 movie would get a person kicked off the football team for not keeping their grades up. Um, yes, <laughs> this 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 film would lose a scholarship. Yes, um, it would not have gotten a scholarship. No, no, no. <laughs> The, the person making the film may have gotten the scholarship, but after they saw this film, the scholarship would be gone. <laughs> the, this, fil- this film is legitimately at the back of the school under the bleacher smoking pot. Pretty much. But was able to graduate high school still. Right. That's what this movie is. Yeah. It, it's it's the gifted kid burnout kid. Yes. Finally getting a shot <laughs> at doing something. Right. But then realizing, oh, wait, I still got stoned when I did this. What the fuck, man? Right. <laughs> But during the course of being stoned, they wrote that medium. And that character is just wonderful to me. Yeah. That's what I watched this movie for. So all of that being said, Tawny Katane's fabulous hair, the medium, those are really the two best parts of this movie. Yes. Um, It's not great. I'm going to have to give it like a 1.25. We're not even doing one and a half. 1.25. All right. Out of five gigantic manes of Tawny Katane's hair. <laughs> okay so do you want to have a nostalgic party where you pretend that you're watching a bunch of things on vhs and none of them are very good but you paid like two dollars for a week of rentals <laughs> this is definitely your movie precisely yeah, exactly. if you want to sit around and kind of mst3k some things that you know aren't going to be great but you're going to eat a bunch of popcorn drunk food have a good time with like two other people because that's all that I can stand. <laughs> this is a fine movie for you to watch. Maybe it's fine again. Yes. I, I didn't, I didn't hate it. It doesn't have a lot of staying power aside from uh, the medium character. Like she was my favorite. She seems to be like everyone's favorite. Yeah. Um, there's not a whole lot else to talk about in the movie. Like everyone's vaguely problematic. Like I didn't really care. I didn't give a shit when anybody died no. in the movie. Like no. I, I knew that I was supposed to, but I was like, eh. Like liked watching them die. Didn't care that they died. Yeah, I can appreciate the the attempts at some of the things. Like I mentioned with the the camera through the bullet hole on mm-hmm. the Ouija board. Um, it wasn't great. But I can appreciate the effort, certainly. I, I don't know that I would necessarily recommend this movie. It would not be at the bottom of the list either. Right. If I knew someone liked this kind of movie, um, like my friend Chris really likes movies that are like 80s and kind of bad. Yeah. Um, so this would definitely be one I'd recommend to him, but it's right. definitely going to be a personal. He's a puppet master fan, isn't he? Probably. Yeah, probably. Um, I'll, I'll ask him and follow up. <laughs> Um, but I, I didn't hate it. Uh, watch it for the medium character. If nothing else, I will give it two out of five, uh, self-moving planchettes. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) yeah. Um, I think RC made a very good point. Like if you want to watch a bunch of bad movies with your friends, I would say that this is the one you would put on at as like the third or fourth movie. It's two in the morning. You guys are still going, but you're probably going to peter out in about an hour or so. So if you miss the end, it's not the end of the world. Um, You're kind of like giddy and laughing at everything. Right. Yeah. And possibly super stoned. Yeah. Super stoned, super drunk, you know, whatever. 
Um, that's where I would put this movie. I would put this movie as like a as like a two two in the morning um, movie marathon movie. Um, so yeah, there's like a nostalgia to it. I think just because of the era that it was made, you know, it it just reeks. It's highly steeped in eighties goodness. Yeah, it did not age well. It no. doesn't, yeah, it doesn't age worth a damn. It is not a timeless film. No. Um, but it's got, you know, you can go, oh, ha ha, it's the white snake chick. Oh, ha ha, the medium's funny. And then if you fall asleep, you fall asleep. Right. right. It's just what it is. But at the same time, you're not upset that you watched it. Mm-hmm. So I think I've said everything I really want to say about the movie. Um, but that's why I picked this movie, I guess, kind of, I like the 70s, 80s is where my heart lives with horror. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I, I had forgotten this movie even existed. And yeah. I saw it on Prime and went, oh, shit. All right, let's do this. Um, I'm going to give this movie uh, one out of five TTFNs. <laughs> I expected her to have those little tiny sunglasses on. She almost did. She almost did. Yeah. <laughs> almost did. She had that fade going. She had the, the spiky do with the different. Her color. hair was great. Her hair was. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. It was. It was sick. Yeah. It did was she, a close. Did second. she or did she not have a rat tail? I didn't Ooh, couldn't tell you. I don't. I, I don't do think, not she, think does. That she does. No, the rat tails were yeah, I think I think it was like tight all around. Yeah, yeah, tight all around, and then straight up on top. But yeah, I swear I had a girl that I went to middle school with that had that same haircut, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, except without the color, because we were in middle school, and at that point she wasn't going to be allowed to color her right. hair. But uh, no, anyway, um, this movie just again, watch it if you're in the mood for like horrible drive-in night yeah, yeah that sort of thing have make a this is a party movie to make fun of mm-hmm. and it's fine for that so but on that note um if you have questions concerns want to lay eggs in our brain want to style our gorgeous mane <laughs> email us at bob and, and, i have and red hair she does. <laughs> i have a poofy mohawk um email us at bob at candygoatedrazor.com you can find us on the web at candygoatedrazor.com Find our Facebook page at facebook.com slash candycoatedrazorblades. You can find us on Instagram at ccrb underscore podcast. Do not touch the fucking Twitter. Did I miss something? Patreon. Patreon. Find our Patreon at patreon.com slash candycoatedrazor. I'm RC. You can come chat with me in our Discord. You can talk to me about weird movies from the 80s like this that I may or may not have seen. Um, unless it's Piranha, which I have seen many times about <laughs> it. Um, also, random unnecessary shout out for a thing coming out that I'm really excited about. Deadly Premonition 2. Oh, God. Is coming. Oh, no. Deadly Premonition, for those that don't know, is Twin Peaks the video game. And oh. it's incredible. Okay, so this is why I hadn't heard of it. It's yeah. a video yeah, game video thing. Game. I'm like, okay. It's a video game. <laughs> um, but it. The sequel was announced, and they're porting the first one to Switch, and I'm very excited about it. So come talk to me about Twin Peaks bullshit. Nice. And I'm Stephanie. You can find me pretty much anywhere with Stephanie Hayslip or Night Pet with a Y instead of an I. I'm going to forego the Fangirl Nation thing for the moment. If you are in um, mid-Ohio listening to this, 
Uh, in about four weeks, I'm going to be in Sweeney Todd for two weeks. You should come see it because Sweeney Todd is tits. It is. It is. It's freaking tits. We love the Todd. Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp version had shit to do with nothing. You should see the real thing. The Johnny Depp version was... I didn't hate that version. I don't hate it, but the number one thing that I missed was the chorus, which is what I'm going to be. I'm going to be the swinger, razor-wide Sweeney. Okay. That's me. Also, I'm sorry, Johnny Depp, if you ever fucking hear this. When we're talking about I'll come again when when you have Judd's on the menu, that did not mean Yes, fuck off Johnny Depp just in general. Well, there's that too. I mean, just because people go crazy when you're wearing eyeliner. Congratulations, you can wear makeup. Good for you. Do you want a gold star? Fuck off. Right, have fun. I'm talking about Johnny Depp anymore. Bye. Bye. TTFN. <laughs> <laughs>